What Happens When I Episode number 6 What Happens When I Face the Shadows Well, this one might take a little bit of explaining. Because what does it mean to face the shadows? Or face my shadow? And I mean that in the sense of the psychological term. And when we talk about unconsciousness or subconscious... We have what's called the shadow, which is the dark side of you. The things you're unaware of, which are not so pretty. And it's funny that when we say unconscious, we often mean negative things, bad things. And yet, there must be good things that are unconscious. Mustn't there? And of course, it is bad that you are not conscious of them, but still they can be good things that are within you. But today I want to delve into the the shadow. So what can we we call, what can we put in this category of the shadow? The things you don't like about yourself, well, there's more to it than that. There's the things that are really destructive. And I feel now I'm sort of talking, I'm sort of talking as if it's out there, like let's let's try and bring this back and make this more personal. What happens when I face my shadow? Well, it fucking hurts. It's painful. It's embarrassing. It's shocking. It's just really hurtful. It's emotionally distressing. It's all those bad emotions. It's the self-esteem issues. It's the identity issues, it's the social issues, it's all the bad stuff. And and I say this like, what's it like to face the shadow? Like you can just do it. Like it's a one one step process, like face your shadow, okay, here it is. But it's not, it's so not. Because if we just sit sit me down, if, like like what would happen if you sat me down and said, okay, well, what are all the bad things about you? Dosta, what would I say? Well, I'm greedy. Well, I don't know if that really fits. I don't know if I would say I'm greedy. I have a whole bunch of desires. That's, that's a good way to put it. I have a whole bunch of desires. And it could be lustful desires. And it's really hard. Like, I can feel myself just just being like, no, there's nothing wrong with me. What are all the things you don't like about yourself? 
And, and I can't, like, I can't get into that. Like, what do I really not like? Like, what are the times which are really bad for me? What are the things I've done wrong? Okay, that's another angle into it. What have I done wrong? Well, that that's also really hard. Like, what... Like I, I'm just met with this this answer, like, I haven't done anything wrong. Like, what am I supposed to do? In, invent some guilt? Invent some problems? Am I just inventing a shadow? And I feel that, well, to just sit someone down and say, go into it, it takes, well... You can't really do that. You need a certain amount of edge or what should we say inner inner wor- like a it's a skill of the inner world to be able to voluntarily go into the shadow. And if you're a beginner, well then you can't just send someone off and really, there's a difference between explaining or, or describing what happens when I face the shadow. That's an experience. But then there's also questions that inquire into the that space, which is different. It's not, not uh, what happens which isn't about an occurrence, but it's an inquiry which gets you there. Certain questions open up the desire, open up desire. Like, what, what do I desire? What do I, what do I feel like I'm missing out on? That's really hard. Well, I have a lot of creative energy and energy in general. And I wish that was recognized by more people. I wish that my creative things were of use or appreciated by people. I've never felt like they have been appreciated that much. I sort of feel like my position is in that of obscurity, like I'm an eccentric, like I'll always be on the fringe. Like I'll always be alone. Loneliness is a big one. Loneliness would be, I mean, the past for these past couple of, well, I mean, that we're also getting into like the sense of time, like when when are we talking? And let's bring it back, like the experience of facing the shadows. Well, it it sucks, it hurts, it's painful, but it's also a process. There's also something that comes after that, which is a sense of pride, like wow, I worked something out for myself. Wow, I went into something on my own esteem. Wow, I've, I've learnt the lesson. There is a sense of relief when I face the shadows. Well, there's a relief. There's an integrating from that learning. Facing the shadows is a learning process. And what else can I say? What happens when I face the shadows? And I could feel like like in, in a more 
formal like awareness technique or awareness intensive or a group or with a like a master or a therapist who is actually working with you on these things it's a bit different because they can actually they can actually keep probing and they can call me out see what what's happening now is i'm sort of saying something and then judging whether it's good enough whether it's authentic enough and really to get deep into it i have to be a harder judge i have to be a harsh judge and i have to say no not good enough go deeper no you're not being authentic and i have to be my own judge and it's so funny because the whole thing of judging yourself that's something that we spend so much time trying to get over like there's so much about oh don't judge yourself don't be hard on yourself don't beat yourself up there's so much fragility in the self image normally that we don't need ourselves to beat ourselves up any more than we already do and the culture that we live in has not helped in that the culture and the society at large has really helped us not at all it's just been something that stimulates our desires and in the wrong direction they're giving us these desires it's like society gives us these desires or transmute our so it not only triggers our desires but then says well this is the answer to it this is what you need this is how you resolve that feeling which is completely wrong which is not exactly not at which is not at all what resolves the web that is surrounding a desire so what am i supposed to do like just say all the things that i desire or say what it feels like to desire things well it hurts and and i mean the other the other thing that i've remembered now is that the other way into the shadow is to remove certain things so if you remove the distractions things do come up naturally if you isolate yourself or you remove things that are stopping you know the day-to-day activities that are stopping the shadow from emerging then that can do the same thing as as inquiring through a question but they both i mean they they all require a sense of honesty and it's a very unique sense of honesty it's like a it's like a personal honesty there really should be a word for it like what's what's the word for being courageous in moving into your own dark side i don't think there is a word for it we'll just have to call it courageously moving into your dark side and yet it doesn't look like courage when that happens when you see someone do that they look quite pathetic really they look like what's your problem like what is wrong with you are you just what like it's just whining about problems just where 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 and i don't know if the resolution of the shadow is the same as talking about problems and then realizing that the talking about it was 
hollow and didn't really mean anything and therefore there must be no problems. No. And even the word problems doesn't seem right. It doesn't seem to fit. It's not exactly problems. Like the shadow isn't the shadow isn't your problems. Your problems of what you what you tell yourself what you need to fix. Well, the things that are going wrong in life are just the it just your attempts to fix. They're the symptoms of a shadow. They're the symptoms of an inner world that has something wrong with it or something not quite working optimally. You could say, like, what's your problem? It's like, oh, I don't have a girlfriend. I need a girlfriend. You could say, well, is that the problem or is the problem that you're lonely? And I can say, well, yeah, it's that I'm lonely. And you can say, well, is that the problem or is it that you feel lonely and that you feel that that feeling is a bad feeling that you don't like, you don't want the feeling anymore? And then I can say, yeah, well, that's true. That's slightly more abstract and a slightly more deep way of looking at it. But yeah, that is another way of looking at it. Like if I, if I didn't feel lonely or if I could feel lonely and I thought it wasn't a bad thing, then that would be the problem going away. And then you could say, well, how do you put that into your own words and describe what it's like? Like, what are you doing in your, in what what's it, what time of day is it that you're lonely? Is it in the morning or the evening or after you've done a particular thing? And I would say, well, I don't know. Maybe it's after I've been out and about and I've seen all these people walking around. <laughs> It's by contrast that I think I'm lonely, that I feel lonely. Because I go out, drive around, and then there's all these seemingly on the surface happy people. See now, see, now we're getting somewhere because it's like, well, you know, that's just a surface. You know, that's just how they look. You don't really know how they're like. So when you go into the shadow, you see nuances and complex complexes. And when you go into the shadow, there are hidden assumptions that you're operating off, which can be dispelled when you look at them closely, such as what we've just discovered here, which is just looking at, pe- looking at people and seeing, well, they look so happy, and they're all together, and they're such friends, and then I'm just here by myself, and there's no one around. And then you realize, well, that's too much of a simplistic comparison. Because how they appear on the surface, you don't know how they are on the interior. Especially if you're only looking at them for a couple of minutes. Or you're just driving down the road. When I face the shadow, it seems like things are dramatic. Seems like like I'm trying to think of when I've actually gone into. When, okay, here's another one. When I face the shadows, I don't know how to explain myself clearly. And that's something that hints at well, what's still confused in me? 
And I know there's a difference between speaking clearly and then also, on the other hand, being clear in oneself. There is a difference there. And there are times, well, when I have it both ways, when it's clear within me, but I don't know how to speak it clearly. And then other times, of course, I do also not speak very... Wait, what's, what's the opposite of that? It's, it's clear... It's clear, but I speak it not very clearly. And then vice versa as well. I don't speak very clearly, but it, see, I, I can't see the opposite. I don't know what the opposite of that is. Like I speak clearly, but it's not clear to me. That doesn't happen. That never happens. Yeah, I've lost something. There's a There's a variable there, which is... Skip my mind. There's a breakdown of cognitive ability there, which I can't, I can't chase after. And I'm quite comfortable with dropping things like that. Like my mind is something, like the mind is not the shadow. And the mind is not an emotion. Like there's there's mind, there's a psychology or a story around the shadow and there's a, an emotion around the shadow, but the, the shadow itself is more like a, it's more like a characteristic. It's more like something that's in the personality or the identity. And we can say, well, here are the certain characteristics which a personality needs to be functioning well, like self-esteem, self-image, trust, and so on. And then we can say, well, how much of each of those does each individual need to be operating optimally? And if they don't have those, well, they've probably got some shadow or something negative within them, some limiting belief or self-image issue which needs to be uncovered and fixed. But then another way of looking at it is, well, when we do shadow work, we're just moving into the inner world and we can fix what we need to fix or find what we need to find. Like the whole thing of broken, we need to fix it, that's... that. Uh, analogy is it can only get you so far it only can it only can apply to so many situations and the other way another way yet again of speaking about the shadow is it's the thing that's cast by the light because to have a shadow you need the light so what is the opposite side of your good characteristics like what what are my good characteristics what are my good characteristics see see i'm finding that as i'm finding that just as hard as answering what are my bad characteristics there's something just as tricky in that well i like speaking i like knowledge I've got a pretty 
firm grasp on ecstasy, pretty deep understanding of ecstasy. I've got a wealth of experiences. I've got a certain amount of awareness. So what's the opposite of that? Like, let's just take one. Experiences, like, yeah, there's something in there. There's definitely something in there. Because I keep I keep telling myself, like, I've had these amazing experiences. Like, telling myself over and over. Incredible experiences. Incredible experiences. And that's true, and that's a light. But I'm afraid that the, the opposite side of that is that I want more. That I expect more, or that I would feel disappointed if life was to end now. Is that a shadow? Is that a is that an issue of my unconsciousness? Which is that I would feel upset if life were to end now. I would feel somehow cheated. Well, yes, because there's something in me that immediately says, how can you say that after all that you've been through? After all that you've discovered, all that's been given to you, finding the path and walking the path, and all the glorious milestones that you've found on the path. How can, and, and you know it, that's the other thing. Not only have you walked the path, but you also know it. And then after that, you want to say that you still want more. I don't know how to square that one. I don't know. That's a tricky dichotomy of feeling like life has given so much and yet also feeling that it would be a shame if it ended now. It would be a shame if I didn't ever do something good ever again. Like what, well, there's something in that too. Like what do you define as something good or something, an achievement? There's an unconsciousness. There's a shadow that's motivating that. Like I I want to, I feel like I want to achieve something, but I also feel that that doesn't sit right. I don't know. Am I just am I just dabbling around? Like is there something is there something hanging around which I just cannot see? I just need to boom, say it, lay it out. I don't know. Like I can't I can't say like, oh, I want to be successful. Or I want to achieve a lot or I really want to help a lot of people. Or I want to make a lot of money or what whatever it is or I want to travel the world. I don't know. I can't see I can't see myself clinging to any of those in a strong way. And then the shadow side of that wall is well, how much do I fear that I'll never be successful? How much do I worry that I'll never be noticed or never do anything of significance at all? How strong is that feeling? How and and there see now we're touching on the shadow. 
That's the edge of the shadow there. I can sense it. Because there's something there's something holding that in place. And I feel if I go into that, well it would be it would be like discovering something rather than creating something. And what is it exactly? Let's try and make this clear. How like can we put it as a question? How how badly would you feel if you were never successful at all? Like like what if I just keep going in this direction and then it never like never anything comes from it? Like I I I don't know, is that just self doubt? Is that self esteem issue? I don't know, if I'm honest, I think I would feel bad. But I don't really know what, like I don't want the insight or the resolution of this to be, oh, uh, like I really do want to succeed so I'm going to work really hard. I don't think that's the solution. Like, I really do want this, so I'm now renewed with this new motivation. Like, this is not a motivational build-up. Like, what, what is shadow work? It's not, it's not a, like, what is, the, what, is, what is a successful, what does it mean to achieve facing the shadow? Well, it means you found a problem that you didn't know you had and you've resolved that problem. And now you're conscious of it because you've worked it out clearly and you've integrated it and you've put words to it. You've solidified it. So what happens when I face the shadows? Well, I realize, I realize I've got more problems than I thought. <laughs> that should be the correct answer, considering what we've said so far. I've got more problems than I would admit to myself. Oh, that's a good way to put it. I've got more problems than I could ever admit to myself. And this has to be done in a process way. You can't have you can't have the face the shadow without the come out of the shadow as well. Like what happens when I face my shadow? It's really only half the process. I should have I should have questioned this like more like what happens when I go into my shadow and then come out? Or what happens when I overcome my shadow? Or what happens when I integrate my shadow? Something like this. But I like that. I like the one which is, I have more problems than I care to admit to myself. And I sometimes, I sometimes wonder like, how far does this go? Like, do I just, do I just fall down on my knees and just say, look, I give up. Look, I'm pathetic. I just want a girlfriend, I just want some money, 
I just want to relax. I just want to go to the beach. I'm just full of myself. I just want to travel. I just, I'm just, I'm just, I want to be successful. I want to help people. I want to, I want to have an impact on people. I want to be smart. I want, you know, I want, I want, I want. There's just all this stuff that I want. And there's no way I can get it. Like I'm too dumb to know how to get it. I'm too weak to know how to go after it. I'm just pathetic. Like that's the truth. Like that's my shadow is that I'm just pathetic. Just cannot get yourself together. And you just carry around all these desires and you have no way of fulfilling them. Even with all your brilliant knowledge. Like all that knowledge, it's just a defense. It's just a, it's just a you can't work it out for yourself. So you fill your head with psychology and philosophy and you talk all day. Just so that you don't have to face the fact that there are things that you really, really want and you don't know how to get. And chances are you'll never get them. You will die. And now I'm starting to get in touch with the pain of facing the shadow. Now it's really starting to dawn on me that this is true. There's a truth to this. And I can imagine myself just going to, I don't know, a counselor or a therapist or someone or or anyone who would want to listen and just saying, you know, like, oh, I want this and I'm terrible at this and... And and a big thing is like the girl thing. Like girls can just drive me crazy. And I hate that I know that and yet still can't get out of it. I hate that I can recognize it and yet still I get caught up in it again and again. After so many times I've learned that lesson. And in some ways I've made, like if I compared how I am now to what, to what I was like 12 months ago or a year, two years ago, you know, I'm sure I would see, I would sure I would see, I would, how much difference there is and how much headway has been made there. But if I said like, well, what, what, are, the, what are my biggest issues? You know, that would be one of them. It's just girls. You could say, well, that's not a very nice way to talk about girls, Dosta. Girls are not a problem. They're beautiful. Yes, they are beautiful. That's the problem. (laughs) But I don't see so much. There's so much that I don't see. Whenever I inquire into this, it's just an encountering of the parts of me that I don't understand. And it's a tricky one to say, well, are you just creating problems? Are you just thinking these up? And from an insider's point of view, you can say, well, before I face the shadow, these things were never an issue. So therefore, shadow work creates these issues. But when you have someone looking, and like I know enough, I've been around enough to know this, which is when you're someone looking from the outside onto someone else and they're doing their shadow work, you can say, well, no, it's just you feeding into 
the process and you're just completely unconscious of it. And I can see it. Everyone in the room can see it. And it's obvious to everyone except you. And I'm sure there's, there's an element of that happening right here with me. And I'm just trying honestly, like, like can you do sh- honest shadow work by yourself? I mean, that does come up again and again. And I think yes, but only to an extent. And to further illustrate, like it's only, like to go back to this thing of, it's this person feeding their own consciousness with moving into their unconscious, not just creating issues that weren't there to begin with. The other thing is that, well, we can do the same process with different people. We can ask the same questions to other people. Like, what are your problems? That's just one open question. What do you desire? What do you fear won't happen before you die? And so on. The list goes on. And when everyone answers those questions, well, they all come out differently. And well, where do the answers come from other than inside your being? What happens when I face the shadow? Well, I feel like I'm out of control. I feel like I don't understand myself. I feel like others can see bad things in me. I feel like the bad side of me is coming forward. I feel like the bad side of me is obvious to everyone. I feel like I'm being judged. I feel like I'm being seen as worthless. And I feel like there's no way out of it. When I'm in it, when I go into it, I feel like this is, this is true and this is how it will always be. Like I really feel that. Like I really get, like it's being stuck. It's just like being stuck. Because it feels so bad. And there's no way out. And there couldn't possibly be a resolution or a solution or a insight or a lesson or anything. It's just, it's all there. It's arresting. It's total and it's arresting. That's what it's like to face the shadow. And it's all parts of my being. It's, It's... changing how I think, it's changing what I say, it's changing my body language, it's changing my posture, it's changing what I want to, f- what I feel to do during my day. It changes everything. And, you know, I've been lucky enough to do these as processes and I always, I always see the arc. I see, you know, you start out and then you go down and there's this big depth and it's, it's up the other side and it's beautiful. There's a recovery on the other side. Like, I'm interested to know how I'm going to feel after this exact conversation that I'm having right now. Because I'm re- I really am trying to go into this. I'm, I'm honestly trying to go into this. And I keep trying to turn around and say, now, are you really? What is, what is it really? 
And by my calculations, well, I should feel good after this. I should feel like there's a switch. And that brings me to another thing that I should know about facing the shadow, is that I don't know where in time that switch is or that coming out of is. So when I, when I face the shadow, it's not like it just feels good. It just feels bad and arrested and then good later. It's like the result, the positive result is difficult to connect to the points throughout the process. How do I say this more clearly? When I face the shadows, the results are not connected clearly to the efforts. It's not like do A and then B happens. It's more mysterious. It's more complex than that. And if I go into a shadow or I go into some darkness or I feel bad about something and I want to go in and look at that, then it's not like I can expect, okay, so four hours after this, I should expect my overcorrection or my resolution. So I'll feel very good. It's not like sad one day equals happy the next day. Or shadow work one day equals integrated ecstasy the next day or integrated joy the next day. It's not like that at all. It's very much all over the place. And I see that even in this even in this question, it's not a direct question. I really should have asked like what is your shadow? What is like what is what happens when I face my shadow? Like what happens? This question, what happens? It's always somehow removed. It's somehow like implying the result of. Like it, you could have worded it differently and said, what is happening when? To make it more immediate. And it's really you, you can only it's it's just the limit of words that you can only say like when you say something it has to be in relation to somewhere in time Words just say about things. And that implies that they're somewhere in space and time. Which they're not. What happens when I face the shadow? I become confused. I lose my mind. 
I have experiences that I've never had before. I find out new things about myself and I also expand myself. I also deepen myself. And I mean the self as in the existential self, not the self-image or the ego or anything like that. It's a very expansive thing. It goes out to parts of my being which are outside the generic classifications of the components that I usually use, like mind, emotion, body, energy, and so on. It brings me to the, towards the unknown. It brings me towards that which I can see clearly but somehow cannot understand in any way. When I face my shadow, something breaks. Something is destroyed. And I wonder if I was really clear about my desires. Like what, how, what's the relationship between clarity and desire? Like someone who really knows what they want. I get the feeling it's someone who just works really hard and is really determined. And they're really hard. And I think there's a, there's a distinguishing there which needs to be done but can't be done because they're both clarity. Like there's the clarity of... There's a difference between clarity of just seeing and not responding and clarity as in a holding on to something very strongly. That's like determination. So we can say there's a difference between clarity and brute determination. And there's a reward in seeing which doesn't translate into action. It doesn't translate into motivation. There's a reward in realizing that within me, which is like being. It's the sense of just going without desires, but not without, not in the way of denying them, and not in the way of sacrificing them. And I must admit it's quite mysterious. It's quite mysterious to me that I could say that. And I don't know if I can think forward what it would mean if I would live in that space more, I don't know how that would change my desires. I don't 
don't know. I mean, I'm I'm feeling now a little bit relieved. I am feeling like the the whole thing of I want this, I want this, like going into that. It's it's really something that you can't see the effect of. Like these like experiential work. Like all experiential work is like that. It's very hard to say because when you're when you're in an experience and when you're in it deep it's like that's the only thing that's what it is it is what it 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 can't be anything else what happens when i face the shadows Well, I step towards the beyond, and words become more and more useless, and the words that I do use become more meaningful, and words that I've used before start to have a different meaning experientially ascribed to them within my being. (laughs) 